Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. No, no, no. Oh, Rock no. until the break of dawn. We're going to have licensing issues with that. Uh-oh. Welcome to Why <laughs> Did We Ever Meet. I am one of your hosts, Wes. With me as always. Did you eat it? No. It's my number one hoe. I ain't no hoe. My main side piece. Side? Yeah, Ashley, how are you, dear? Oh, good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> Coming down off this Halloween hangover. There's some ways you can support the show. Uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow us on Twitter at WDWEM Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Why Did We Ever Meet. You can follow Cash on YouTube and Instagram at Cash Plays Music. You can also follow him on TikTok at DoingMyBest.org. Tickety talk. God, and these, oh, they smell good. in addition to our show, I made a huge mistake of putting the Starburst in my fucking mouth. Hold on, hold on. Uh oh. Are you gonna be able to hear them? ASMR. Uh huh. There's some loud. You red Starburst, more like. Shh. Uh oh. Oh, you can hear it. <laughs> in addition to why do we ever meet you can you can follow all of the wonderful podcasts from the jabroni U podcast network by visiting jabroni oh, oh you have another guest join Here flow and it. tell <laughs> you can enjoy flow and tell biff radio jabroni U wrestling and of course the draft pod the flagship now with all that out of the way uh, here we are on November 2nd. Um, we are full scale in a uh, Halloween hangover of sorts. Uh, yeah. Uh, our favorite time, favorite month of the year is now gone. It's done. All we're left with is candy and regret. <laughs> and memories of uh, fonder days that have passed. Mm. Uh, Cash just discovered that. What kind of dipshit is handing out peanut butter kisses? Is this licorice? No, it's peanut butter kisses. Oh, oh Ali's interested. Bottle caps. In 2020, who's yeah. handing out peanut butter kisses? I don't know. I what don't, is she doing up here? I don't know. Hi, Allison. She's interested in the candy. She wants to check it out. So, we're, we're sitting at the dining room table. And uh, the cat has decided to crawl up on the table. And assess the situation. I wish she would stop. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. Um, 
We would not normally be recording on a Monday night. Mm-mm. However, the weekend got away from us. It was a very busy one with all the Halloween festive festivities going on. Festivules. Festivules going on. Um, just sort of got away from us, and yesterday was a... Uh, daylight savings time really fucked us up this year, I think. Yeah. Roxy barfed. <laughs> she did. You almost fell, you stupid idiot. That's okay, honey. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it just, it, the whole thing got away from us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's. I think she jumped on Sasha. She did. Yeah. The small yeah. cat just jumped on the dog from the table. Because she a hoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when everybody hears this show, it's going to be Wednesday. My dudes. And, uh. It's. We are not going to know what the what the world's going to be like on Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> we, you know, I mean, we can act like there's nothing going on, but in all reality, the country is very tense right now. <laughs> and there's this there's this smog of depression hanging over top of everybody's heads uh-huh. uh, with the impending election. And uh, I'm not going to pretend to know how this outcome is going to roll out. Uh, here's all I do know: uh, this election has a lot of potentially catastrophic outcome. And by that, I mean uh, the current administration has done everything in its power to take to take the rights away from as many people as possible. And they hide it under this guise of patriotism or the version of patriotism we seem to all be allegiant to. Mm. Um, and uh, it's it's a weird, shitty thing that's just sort of hanging over everybody's head. And when when you guys get this, when it shows up in your podcast feed, we don't know what the outcome of this election is going to be. No. I mean, maybe some of you will be relieved. Maybe we'll all be more confused than we were on Tuesday. I wonder. But uh, here's what I do know. We voted. We voted our conscience, which we always do. And that always means we don't vote for anybody that that uh, aligns themselves with conservatism because conservatism is archaic and it hurts people mm-hmm. it holds it holds the country back yeah uh i'm not going to pretend to know what's going to come of this cuz i don't know i have no i have very little faith in this country and i have very little faith in the people of this country and i hate to say that but it's a reality it's the only thing that that you can really think. Yep. I don't have a lot of faith, and in, in th- there are more and more examples of why I don't have faith in, in how the people of this country will vote. Uh, but I do know one thing. There are a lot of really wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and fortunate to have a lot of wonderful people in my lives, and fortunate to see a lot of other people that are doing a lot of good. Yeah. And we don't know what's going to come of it. We just know that people that we love, their rights are in danger. Mm-hmm. People's health care is in danger. People's civil, just general civil rights and just civil rights in general is at jeopardy right now. You can choose to ignore it, but it's a reality. Yeah. When you take things away from some, you're hurting all. And I'm, I'm sure your 401k has really loved this. Mm-hmm. But while your 401k looked good for for a while, a lot of people were hurt. Yeah. People had their rights stripped away. People's health insurance was continually put up 
as a as a political bargaining chip. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have insurance. No. The kids don't have insurance. Yeah, they will soon. They'll I be, know. They'll be on mine soon. But still, but, for months now, they have not had insurance. Thankfully, and, nothing has happened. Yes, but um, the point is, this election has. This is without question the weirdest time in my forty years on this planet. Sucks, and I, I hate this. I am, I'm yeah. nervous and sad for people that could be hurt by this. Um, let's just be cautiously optimistic. Let's hope for the best. If Biden and Harris win, there'll be a somewhat collective sigh of relief, yeah. and then we need to put our foot on their throats. Yeah, and hold them to their word. Yeah. And when they don't do what has been asked of them, we cause problems. Wait a minute. Isn't it tomorrow? Tomorrow is the election. Mm-hmm. But we probably won't know what's going on for a few days yeah, at least. No. no. Um, so you, know, you know what one good thing is? What? Your dad's got a mustache. So I do. Um, I, I do have a mustache. <laughs> what was uh, that, Roxy? What, what was that? I hate it. <laughs> That's rude. It's a hurtful thing to say. I'm um, not a fan. I do. I like your mustache. I know you, you like, like your, my beard. You like your, his beard. Um, Jim is calling you. I know, but uh, we're recording, yeah. so um, you don't want to put Jim on. No, go tell, go tell your, go tell your brother that your oh. uncle Jim is trying to Facetime and to go and to please Facetime them, and do not bring his phone out here. Um. Because it might be your cousins trying to FaceTime you. Uh, so I have a mustache right now. <laughs> and this is a real hot topic in this house. Uh, I can't really tell you much, but uh, uh, filming, uh, Cash and I have our filming roles in a uh, upcoming film that we're both very excited about. and something <laughs> we, feel, we, we feel a great deal of respect right, uh, for. Absolutely. So, uh, um, so we are going, you know, we're, we're going to knock out a day of filming on Saturday. Um, and as, as, uh, as, as a result, put that down as a result, uh, I've shaved my beard down to a mustache for this particular part. <laughs> Look and at what you've done. Look it at is, what you've done uh, it has caused daughter. quite a bit of upheaval in this house. It's okay, sweet girl. Nope. You don't need to cry. This this should just let the filmmakers know how much I do love and respect them that I'm willing to shave myself down to a mustache for their um, film. So and they're my friends. I would have I would have done it anyway. Been, getting paid I'm, for a mustache is nice. I'm Hulu, <laughs> um, Netflix, like HBO Maxing, all those apps. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to watch Hotel Transylvania three, the vacation one. Okay. Okay. It's not on them. There's nothing we can do. It's not on HBO Max? Mm -mm. No. Huh. All right. Sorry, kiddo. We'll keep typing the word. So Halloween came to an end, but we had an eventful October. Yeah. We watched a shitload of movies. Yeah. Uh, Kids trick-or-treated. We we set up the projector. We we do it up big. Yeah. And uh, there was no... I mean... There were kids out, but then... it wasn't like it normally is. No. We are usually a, a run, a pretty busy house. Yeah, um, I hand out the candy. Well, we um, I, I'm usually very busy, and you know, 
Jeb and I were dropping handfuls in the kids' yeah, bags yeah. and, you know, shooting it down our, our PVC pipe. But they were getting more than, you know. Yes. First few kids are getting like three pieces. And then yeah, and toward then... the end, they're getting like a catcher's mitt worth. Yeah. Um, obviously not a ton out. Um, no. And, you know, there were not a lot of people wearing masks. No. We were. Yes, we and, were. Uh, and we didn't let people come up very close. No. <laughs> uh, what else do you but, think would be where um, it would be? What, honey? Hotel Transylvania 3. Go check, go type Hotel Trans, type I don't it. know how. H-O-T-E-L. Try that on HBO Max. H-O-T-E-L? Yep. There you go. There you go, babe. Um, so... The, the, yeah, there were plenty of dipshits whose kids were. It wasn't just the kids. I'm, I, no, the adults didn't The give adults, a fuck. no. Yeah. And it even said. And truthfully, like, should masks, they have done trick or treat? Ah, probably not. Probably not. I don't know. Um, H O T E L. Oh my goodness. Jesus Christ. Roxy wants to watch Hotel Transylvania 3. Real bad. She's watched it a thousand times. What has she watched? It I... They only take stuff off of Netflix. Ah, okay. Very true, yes. At any rate. Um, I think... Uh, I, I think the... Thinking was, was, you know, was nice. The thought of the guidelines I set up. The execution sucked. Um... But the main thing is, is if you just keep the little dirt bags at a distance and sort of throw the candy into their bag, that's, or, you know, send it down a pipe. Yeah. You know, all good. I will say we did see a lot of the kids, like adults, no, like we had no adults come up really, like a a few. They stayed back. Yeah. It was mostly the kids that came up. Um, And they... It it's a I don't know. Like it, it's just this like what are you doing? I'm trying I'm gonna Roxy? I'm getting it. Hold on. Um It says sorry but your subscription doesn't I'm really glad you're doing this right now. I know. Well this I'm just trying really to help her out. Helpful for for the show i'm just trying to help her out uh on what it's on spectrum it's on spec go set it up for her. i'll just talk into the void <laughs> um which is what i do in this house anyway i talk and literally no one fucking listens no, that's not true that's true, not true. uh so it, the parents like half-assed wearing masks um most of the kids had masks uh, but you know you keep them at a distance because you know they're kids and they're fucking disgusting. Um, but you know it was. It, it's I don't know everything's so fucking weird. It is weird. Uh, but you know we made the best fit. We had a fire. Um, we set the projector up in the driveway. And what's funny is we just showed movies all night. So anybody that walked by <laughs> or drove by. Uh, got to inter- it, got some movies. Got to enjoy a triple feature of George A. Romero's *Night of the Living Dead*. 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and we close the night out with children shouldn't play with dead things. <laughs> and uh, even if everybody else was, you know, uncomfortable or weirded out by it, I loved that triple feature. No movies. one was paying attention. No, no, it was more so just like it's fun to have them up and running. And I realized like that's pretty cool to have that just have movies up on the screen yeah. and running and that way people that do go by they you know they get a little glimpse of you know what's going on there. So uh but it was a it was a fun it was a fun Halloween. Uh, I'm not going to act like it wasn't. Uh kids the uh teenagers did a good job uh starting a fire. Yes, they did. Yes. Yeah, so you guys did a good job with that. Uh yeah. you started we, we a fire. And you you guys kept it going for a long time. Yeah. Respect where, you know, credit where it's due. You guys, I, I started getting the fire going, and then you and your buddies took over yeah. and built the fire and got it lit and kept the fire stoked for several hours. Yeah. Uh, I got off the phone. I, with the boys? Well, it was just Owen. It was Owen. And What's Joe. Owen up to? Uh, he's he's very tired. He Why is he very long tired? Day long school. day of school. He was very tired, but he was acting real silly, and he was... He had a secret for me. I What's his secret? I can't say. It's oh, a secret. it's a secret. My bad. My bad. Um, but he was acting real silly. But then he was just like, but <laughs> like he was dead. Oh. Um. So you and your friends, thankfully, uh, wore your masks and went out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't see many. I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> um. Did you guys have fun? Mm-hmm. Good. Good. What? Uh. Were you guys, were you mouthing off to houses with certain flags and signs? And well, uh, at one point, one of my friends goes, "I hate saying it, but some of these Trump supporter houses are giving out bags of candy, and I'm not complaining." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you had a full bag. Now, your mother had a theory <laughs> where she was going to refuse to go to any houses that had. Uh, Trump flags or signs. And we just went around the block, so... You guys didn't go very far. You guys were backing out here in the yard before <laughs> I knew it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you guys did a good job. You got a good fire going, and it, we kept it lit all night. And I think we all just wanted to hang out. More than I, I think more than anything, you guys just wanted to hang out. And that's fine, too. We had, you know, you guys ate hot dogs and, and uh, talked about teenager shit and... Uh, you did the uh, classic white guy thing and sat out by the campfire with an acoustic guitar. They loved it. What's funny is he sits out there and plays, and I'm watching him, and his friends are all sitting around in chairs too, but they're all on their phones. But, like, that's how you guys consume. You guys are all together so much. You're together every day, so. Um, but you and the Equinox had very clever costumes. Yes. What was your costume? I was Peter from Hereditary. Mm-hmm. And what was the Equinox? A character from Among Us. Yeah. She was an imposter? Yes. That's the murderer. Very clever. Very clever. Uh, and it didn't take much, so it was very clever of her. And then, of course, uh, your sister was a uh, a cryptozoological uh, marvel known as a catafoxicorn. <laughs> she was a furry. She wasn't a furry. She was a furry. that about her. And if she was, that's fine. Live your truth. Roxy, what, did you hear what Autumn said at one point? No. Roxy goes, Cash, you look weird. And then Autumn walks by me and goes, says the furry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, yes, in the Equinox, did your makeup she gave didn't. you two she black eyes? Good. She did. It looked cool. You guys looked cool. Um, we also crammed in a bunch of movies in the last week. I mean, we watched so many movies this month, but um, we we just you know we added even we sort of doubled down on uh, the last week of October. And I'm bringing up my letterbox to see what exactly we did watch. See what they were. Yeah, um, because there were so many, and my brain is broken, and I can't remember things. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a bit of a fog bank in there. <laughs> yeah, fuck daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it fucks you all up, man. It's fucking stupid. So, um, so we, So Monday... I watched Alice, Sweet Alice. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't watch that one. You weren't really paying attention. You were doing yoga. Uh, holy shit, is that movie way more wild than I ever remember? Well, there was the, some scenes that I had, like, just kind of popped up on. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's fucking, there's some wild shit. And you said it was shit. on TV? Yeah, I remember it on TV. That's bananas. When we get back, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll work it out. Uh that <laughs> that movie is just like it's a lot like the the director clearly was like going for a don't look now thing and i haven't watched it in several years don't look now and the director yeah, even i did when i watched the movie oh jesus the director had even said has even said like he you know, he took a lot of influence from it and you can see it but it's got its own mean streak in it okay like Alice is fucked up, and the shit that goes on in that movie is super, like, mean-spirited and fucked up, but I don't know. It's really fun. It's a good movie. Okay. Uh, and Roxy and I watched Night of the Comet, which she thoroughly enjoyed. That's just a, like, like just, like, a quintessential 80s movie. Okay. Like, there's, it is so dated. Oh, yeah, okay, I know. You, you, you yep. know what it is. It's so dated and, like, so of its time, but... You, it's also timeless, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Like, visually, nothing, like, there's not shit about that that is like, there's nothing current with the way they're speaking, the, the things <laughs> they're wearing, the way they tell the story. But it's still like, it's very much like a comfort th- food thing. <laughs> comfort food. Um, and then we, as a family, we watched Jennifer's Body. Yeah, I'd never watched that. So you've never seen that, and I hadn't watched it in a long time. So you. Tell me your thoughts. It was not what I expected it to be. That's for sure. Um, it's better than the marketing. I get, I don't remember the marketing. You don't? No, not at all. Um, but yeah, it was way different than what I thought it would be. And and yeah, it was good. It was it was fun. Um, and I really mean this when I say this. I think history will be kind to that movie. Okay. I think over time, that movie will get the respect it deserves. It's way better than anybody. It's way better than we remember. Okay. I think it's way better than horror fans remember it. Being. Oh, okay. Uh, there's, there's I some. It was fun. I, I mean, it I, is a fun movie. There's some language in it. There, there's some, you know, there's some things that are said that you're like, yeah, that you're <laughs> not gonna say that in 2020. When um, did it come out? Oh six. Oh wow, it's that old? 08, something like that. Yeah. It's Wow. Okay. It might be 08. That's um, insane. But uh I'm looking right now. 
Oh, nine. I'm sorry. Oh, nine. I was close. So it's... Oh, six, oh, seven, eight, nine. It's over a decade, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but both both characters are awesome. I So I guess what I didn't know is that Amanda Seyfried was in it. Because the marketing must have just been focused on... Well, of course, it was focused on Megan Fox. Yeah. Because yeah. I did not know that she was in it. Megan Fox is really good in it. She was really good at that. Her Amanda Seyfried is the perfect protagonist to play off of megan fox who becomes the antagonist like she plays off of that very well yeah and i i'm allowed to move my hand (laughs) hi little baby just go back to cleaning yourself you gross animal (laughs) uh but i i legitimately think that history will be kind to that movie okay there's a lot of good performances there's some really fun gore yeah. Some fun kills. Well, I think the... Um, some smart-ass dialogue. Yes, for sure. But that's um, Diablo Cody. That's how she writes. Yes. So that's um, no surprise to anybody. I think the, I, I think the gore could have been um, better. Well... Or more real. Well, you have some of those moments where they cross over into the digital gore. Yeah. And that, I hate. Like, that was of its time. Like, you right. want... There's certain things in, like... What's something that's around that time? Look at something like The Devil's Rejects. There's a couple moments in that where it's like, the CGI blood looks really stupid. Really? Like, like when she throws the knife at her. And like, it, it, it stabs. Okay. Like that, that's just really like, I don't know. I don't, but, you know, we're nitpicking. At the end of the day, it's yeah, it's awesome. Um, of course, Trick or Treat got watched because that's <laughs> just like a household staple. I'd say that's like, our family's That's movie. like, yeah. Yeah. Roxy um, was so sad when I put Sam away. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a Sam animatronic that we put out. and I think she would um, keep it in her room. She would. All she year would round. keep Sam all year round if we let her. Um, I put on Nosferatu. They, so Criterion put up, uh, uh, put up Nosferatu and Nosferatu the Vampire. Uh, Nosferatu the Vampire is the Werner Herzog movie. Um, so Nosferatu, fucking awesome. Like, it's so good still. It's still like... And th- those movies of that era, like, you guys have all learned to like that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like Nosferatu, Charlie Chaplin movies. Um, you guys haven't seen Haxon, but you would like Haxon. Okay. Um, those movies are fucking cool. Those those 20s movies are just so cool. Uh, and then uh, Nosferatu the Vampire, I watched immediately after that. Okay. And that is a wild-ass fucking Werner Herzog movie. It is so it is so Werner Herzog. I was saying, like, isn't he a... It couldn't be any more him. <laughs> it's like the, the way the vampire is presented, the way, like, just the characters... Uh, the look of it, like the rats use, you know, all the use of the, like, it's just everything about it. And I don't know that I'd ever seen it. Oh, okay. Or I'd only seen bits and pieces maybe, or I don't remember seeing it. I loved it. I'm not going to act like I didn't, but I'm watching it. And the whole time I'm like, this is so fucking him. What the fuck? This is so him. It looks, it just reeks of him, but I like him as a director. So uh, and it's it's a nice homage to how the original Nosferatu is 
looks. Oh, okay. Um, because it's um, what son? What are we looking at here? Okay. We're watching a story being told by Sadie about someone named Belly Button and Colin. Belly Button and Colin and their best friends, sisters and best friends. Uh, she called her she called her sister because she didn't know what to wear. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna go to limb and guess that Sadie maybe has heard her mom and her aunt have phone calls like that. Her what disappeared? And then she falls off. <laughs> Uh, Fell off the ottoman. Uh, but anyway, uh, Klaus Kinski plays Count Dracula in that. You, you, if you saw a picture. You know oh, okay, I would yeah. know who he is. Oh, yeah, it's fucking good. Uh, it's so it's so Werner Herzog and so weird and melodramatic, and I fucking loved it. So, um, we watched Books of Blood. That was fun. That was way better. I. So we've watched it. I feel like we've watched our fair share of the Hulu original movies, haven't we? I mean, I know Cash and I have watched some of the horror movies for sure. Okay. Um, and we like some of the Hulu stuff. Like, what's A.D. Bryant's series? Oh, uh... Shrill. Sh- yeah. Shrill. Yeah. Really like that. Yeah. Um, but mainly, Hulu, we watched Letterkenny. Uh yeah, I I feel like that's it. Other than that, I, you Is know, that, yeah, we do watch that on Hulu. Movies, you know, that's kind of the only thing I that we use it for. If it's not on Prime, it's a Hulu thing. Like, okay, cool. We'll yeah, watch it might that. be on Hulu. Like, we'll just check it every. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we watched Books of Blood. Um, we saw the trailer for it, and we we're like, oh, okay, that's cool. That, that looks... they let's see their take on it. I, it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I really, I I really liked it a lot. I I thought it was a lot of fun. I did too. I, I Clive Barker is so ingrained in like horror, horror fandom. Yeah. Uh, be it his books or his movies, right? You know, and his movies are always obviously adapted. Most often are adapted from his books, right? But. You know, he's Clive Barker's responsible for Hellraiser and Candyman and Rawhead Rex and Nightbreed. Like, all of these fucking genre classics are, you know, because of him. And Books, uh, Book of Blood is a major one. You know, it gets, it seems like it's a well that people go back to a lot. There was that movie with, uh, is it Brad, Bradley Cooper? Is he in that first one? Do you remember it? No. You'll remember the poster when I show it to you. Okay. Um, it was in uh, this one. 
Oh, no, I don't. You don't remember it? No. Well, we, we saw it. It came out in 2009. Um, who am I remembering that was in that? I don't know. Why, I don't know why I thought Bradley Cooper, but... <laughs> um, that one is okay. I um, do not remember that at uh, all. Doug, Doug Bradley's in it. I mean, that's no one's fucking surprised by that, but... Um, it, it's... This was a this was a fun take on it. Yeah. Uh I thought the I thought the the intersection of stories was really fun. Yes, I liked um, that a lot. What was your favorite? Um my favorite? Yeah, what was your like of those Was the doctor? Okay. The, the psychiatrist and the medium. Um, yeah. We'll call him a medium. Yeah. That one's the, I think that is kind of the dominant story. Although I will say I have a soft spot for the bed and breakfast thing. Okay. I thought, I think, I thought that was really cool how they, for sure. The loop that they brought that back around on was really fucking fun. I think I liked the, uh, the doctor one because I like her so much and I haven't seen her. uh, Uh, Anna Friel. Yeah. Uh, who I, I don't want to say most people remember her from this, but like for us anyway, uh, we we fell in love with her uh, in uh, Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Um, God, I love that show so much. And it was so it was awesome. So good. she got real hot there for a minute. Yeah. And, and um, I think it had a lot to do with Pushing Daisies. Um, but yeah, she she had a she she had a moment there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, she, she did that, uh, what was it land of the lost with Will oh, Ferrell? Oh yeah, that's she did right. that. Um, I don't think I ever saw that. No, I had no desire. No. Um, but this is, she's really fucking good in this. Yes, she is. Uh, she, she plays that character really well. Yeah. And there's a there's a certain level of like because her character is this psychiatrist who, who's lost her seven-year-old son and um she's not only skeptical of any sort of psychic mediums or religion or any anything that would be like meta right. um she's not only skeptical she's resentful she, and yes. downright defiant and she her entire career is built on exposing them as frauds yeah like she has books that she wrote and she's we she's presented to us as a professor yeah and she's teaching classes that are you know pointing out how fraudulent these assholes are yeah until she meets a guy who she can't disprove right and that is so fucking good how they roll that story out it is i loved it and i mean you I, i think you've kind of come full circle on clive barker you rewatched Hellraiser. Yep. And oh, hold on. <laughs> yes, mother. Hello. I want to talk to my granddaughter. Okay, hold on. Roxy, come here. Okay. okay. We're recording so people can hear you. Oh, what are you recording? What do you think we're recording? What would I be recording? A podcast, you ding dong. <laughs> a pod? What's a podcast? 
It's a uh, Paw Patrol. Somebody wants to talk to you. Go. Hmm. Bring it back when you're done. Uh, oh, I thought she was going to sit right there. Oh. Mm -hmm. I know. I heard. So, I feel like we because we we ended up watching several just by chance. Uh, we've watched a few of his movies, rewatched like more his classic stuff, but like um, you rewatched Hellraiser. Yeah. Which you've always been afraid of Pinhead. Yeah. But then you're also think he's kind of sexy. Yeah. But I'm uh, also a huge fucking pussy too. So yeah, you are a big ass weakling. Um, and then Candyman. Yeah, which I had never seen. Candy You'd Man. never seen it, which blows me away. But you really did like that I movie. I did. I movie's liked that a lot. Fucking awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, and of course, Nightbreed is like one of the coolest fucking monster movies, man. Like I, I can't say enough good things about Nightbreed. Um, but this is very like. I feel like this has uh, been a situation where like we really have. I've fall, I may have fallen back in love with Clive Barker. Like, it made me go, I want to read that book. Oh. I, I, I need to revisit. I, it was years ago that I'd read any Clive Barker. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh, but, man, I just, like, I thought that movie was awesome. I did, too. I really thought I, it was I fun. I liked it a lot. And it was. But I, I genuinely love movies like that you do yeah, you guys are like well specifically like you and roxy like anything that is an anthology or close to an anthology yeah you boy you and roxy latch on to that we really do mm -hmm. but i, I like you that guys love they... the mortuary collection probably more than you normally would have yeah but you guys liked it so much because it's an anthology yeah. roxy loves creep show yeah Loves Creepshow. I, I just the movies, think they're the a lot of fun. I. What is the appeal in an anthology? I mean, they're fun. They are fun. I don't... I, I think it's just the different stories. It's telling different stories, but then they all kind of come back. How, how, it's, how it all sings together? Yes. Yeah, I like that too. I think it's just, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have never seen this movie... And I love this movie, and I was like, let's watch that. It was just you and I out there, and we watched Carnival of Souls. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? I fucking love that movie so it's much. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's such a cool movie. Is, that, is she, is the actress the same woman who's in Night of the Living Dead? No, she looks like her. She does. She looks like her. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, no, it's not her. Uh, but she does, they have very... Uh, it's because she has a very I, pointed features. I like, yeah. and I don't mean that as an insult. No, no. But she has very like no. her nose has a yes. very specific. Uh, she is pointed. Yes. Yes, she has pointed features. Uh, if if you are not familiar, uh, Carnival of Souls, uh, nineteen sixty two. Um, okay. And uh, it's about a woman named Mary Henry who ends up the sole survivor of a car crash. Yes. And uh, she, um, as she's trying to like put this whole thing behind her, she ends up moving to Utah to become a church organist. Um, In the, it, with the biggest fucking church organ. Incredible looking. Like it's on one the of planet. those massive cathedral organs yeah. where it's, you know, pipes to the ceiling. And yeah. It's, 
intricate and uh and she you know so she moves there to try and move on past this car accident she's the only survivor and uh and she keeps like she keeps getting visions of this demon-ish looking man yeah. uh with black circles around his eyes and just white washed out face and she keeps seeing visions of him and he's you know he keeps appearing in her life and different various things and her she feels the walls closing in on her and it is just like the like it is when you talk about classic black and white horror yeah y- you should be talking about carnival of souls like that should always be in mm. the conversation yeah it's fucking great. And it's 78 minutes, man. It is moving. It's yeah. short. It, it is really popping. It's short. Yeah. But you actually really liked it. I did. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. She's really good. Um, yes. The music's cool because they keep coming back to this organ music. Yeah. Um, and well, it's, again, she's playing the largest organ on she the She is. Uh, but every time she sees the visions of this guy, his, his makeup is so crude. And I've always compared it to, you know, we talked about children shouldn't play with dead things. Yeah. The makeup is similar to the the zombies in that. It's a very crude, rough makeup. But uh, it's just, for some reason, children shouldn't play with dead things is very unnerving to me. (laughs) And it always has been. Because essentially these people are hanging out with a dead body. Like Weekend at Bernie's. Except not as funny. Um, (laughs) uh, But... The same thing, same thing happening here. Like the way when he present when he presents himself to her, when she sees these visions of this guy, this demon or ghoul or whatever he is, he's very like it's very jarring. Yeah, and uh, it just it's a very unsettling movie. Yeah, and you are left unsettled through the entire <laughs> thing. And then you know when you get the reveal at the end, which mm-hmm. makes complete sense. You know the story entirely makes. But God, what a great fucking movie. What a, a, a good old horror movie. Yeah, I agree. I a lot. I'm glad you like that one. That's one that I that's one I feel like everybody should like. It's not not hard to watch. It's no. not even 80 minutes long. Oh, no. Uh, we broke out Halloween Day. This usually gets turned on every Halloween day. Halloween. Uh, the Wolfman. Oh. <laughs> we turned on The Wolfman first thing. And... Uh, it's still. I didn't watch. You weren't really paying. No. You were doing stuff. Roxy yeah. watched it with me. Um, it's. I mean, it's such a like. It, it's like putting on your favorite old hoodie to me. Like it's. <laughs> it's just such a comforting. Good. I just love those. Like we watched a lot more old stuff this year. Yeah, we did. And. I think collectively everybody liked it. What's funny is we normally watch. The Beyond and Fulci's Zombie. And okay. we didn't watch either one this year. No. We didn't. We, we, I, I tried to watch different stuff this year. Try and change it up. And I think that's what we'll be doing every year from okay. now on. Um, We've got enough movies. I think well, we, we can. Yes. Yeah. Um, the whole family sat down, put our phones down, <laughs> and we watched The Craft Legacy. Ugh. It was so good. <laughs> The new craft, uh, the the craft is something that I mean. I have people of a certain age. You probably haven't seen it in a long time. No, since I was probably 
since it came out. Yeah. Now, what's funny is uh, This Ends at Prom did an episode on it this week on the original crowd. Yeah, I think and, listened to that. And uh, when, when BJ and Harmony recorded that, I was texting with BJ. And she told me, she's like, man, we rewatched the craft to do it. And it kind of like that movie, like there's there's a lot of revisionist uh, memory attached to that movie. Okay, It doesn't represent the things that people think it represents. And uh, and I'm sure when they're when that podcast came out, I'm sure there were plenty of people that were really excited to listen that were like, what the fuck? Well, if you haven't seen it in a long time. You should rewatch it yeah. because it is not the movie you think it is. We need to rewatch it. It doesn't tell you the story you think it's telling you. Right, yeah. And uh, I think there's a lot of that like Wiccan witchcraft uh, feminist uh, idea ideology people want to attach to it. But I don't Ooh. think it necessarily represents that accurately. I think the the new the new craft is what you wanted, is what you think you saw in the old craft. I think you are 100% correct. Okay. Because uh, it is very, like, pro... It's very pro-woman. Pro-woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also... But it's also... It's not bashing men... No. Either. No. Um... Yeah, I, I really, I genuinely. Yeah, you, you like, several I times. I almost that, cried at yeah. the end. I was just like, whoa, this is perfect. Like, it's yeah. just, it's it's so good. Uh, and yeah, obviously we don't want to spoil it for people. Um, I, I will absolutely say if you, you know, if you figure it would cost you 20 bucks to go see it in the theater. Right. Yeah. That's what we've been doing all fucking year. <laughs> yep. Every fucking movie. It's yeah, like, anything like that that we've wanted to see, mm-hmm. we have because yeah. our thinking is we we go to you know we didn't go to the drive-in at all this summer. I know it's just fucking weird. Um, and and I think it's I don't think it was intentional, but I think part of us was like our world's getting invaded because they can't go to a theater. Yeah. So they're all coming to our territory. Yeah. Yeah. And a part of me was very hesitant to go. I, and like, we've been going to drive-ins forever. Ever since, ever since Roxy was little. Definitely. We took cash a few times, but we did. Did we? I don't yeah. remember. Um, but we did it specifically so that he could still see movies that he wanted to see. Yes. And we wanted to see. And we didn't have to exclude her. Yes. So, so we, we couldn't take her to a movie theater because she is, she she just feels a lot of things very loudly. <laughs> and it, she does. She gets invested mm-hmm. in certain things. Like, it was good that we watched the new Black Christmas at home. <laughs> it was good that we watched <laughs> because for her to stand up and go, hell yeah. No, I'm pretty sure she said, yeah. No, she said hell yeah. Did she? Yeah, that was one time she did not. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm shocked. Shocked. And then and the she... crap. She, I mean, she was invested. Oh, yeah. I, we all were. I really was like, I think the, I think the genre is in really good hands with this generation. I hope so. I, I do. I, I think it is. And um, I also, uh, by the way. Uh, 
That's who directed it. You recognize her? The Craft? Uh-huh. For real? Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So if those of you that don't know, Zoe Lister-Jones is who directed The Craft. Uh, you would know her as an actress. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, uh, we first got into her when she was on, uh, I would probably say Whitney, right? Yeah. That was like, because uh, she, yeah. she was on Whitney Cummings' show. We uh, were big fans of Whitney Cummings yes, in this yeah. house. Um, but the characters are really easy to like. Uh, and Oh, my God. There's a moment. I mean, that got, I think that got all of us when the kid came out about being bisexual. I yeah. Because that's definitely like, that hits home here. You know, I mean, when you have a child who, you know, is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. And how hard it was even for him even for cash to come to us and say like i know i like girls and i like boys yeah knowing his parents are fully accepting <laughs> yeah. of of that life and that i would say lifestyle we're fully accepting of those people yeah because you're born the way you're born exactly uh he still was nervous to even tell us i know so so you it's... know all things considered it's not it, it's hard it's hard for any child it's also completely fucked up that you have to come, you have to come out to come out, quote unquote, come out yeah. to your parents, to your, to, to the general public. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like I, I appreciate the people who just don't, who are just like, it's none of your business. Yeah. It's none of your business who I like and who I don't like. It's not, it's fuck you. Um, I don't have to tell you shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, speaking of, uh, I showed you a tweet the other day. Charles Robinson, who a lot of people, you're not going to know him by name. Uh, he's one of the longstanding WWE referees. He was a WCW oh, ref. Yeah. They call him Little Nate. Um, uh, uh, he had a shirt on that says gay since wham. And um, <laughs> that's an amazing it's shirt. It's a great shirt. Um, but he's he has, you know, he's a guy in his, I'd say, 50s. And people have asked him, you know, if he's gay. And he's, you know, he doesn't answer him directly. He says, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, and I feel like that that philosophy should just be what it is it doesn't matter it doesn't if i am or if i'm not yeah you know i think when you think of cash when he came to us i mean he was i i mean what is that like for for a mother like i mean well it was it didn't really because i knew yeah and that's what i said that's what i told him i know i know so am i yeah yeah. I think everyone's a little gay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not defined by You're not defined by that. You're just, no. you know. No. If, you find men attractive. Sure. There are, there are attractive sure. men. Yeah. Would you would would you would you let them pop one off in you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could have been a little more I mean, clinical than that. <laughs> Uh, what is what does Kevin Smith say? Uh, 
brick in your mouth. Br- brick in your mouth. But what 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 would he always say? Like uh, take a uh, shot in the mouth. No, 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 no. About about uh, a a blowjob's a blowjob. No matter. Oh, uh, well, it, it's written into Jane Silent Bob's like yeah, 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 gay, yeah. straight. It's all the same. Yeah. Don't be so suburban. George Carlin does that whole. <laughs> so if I got to take a shot in the mouth to get me halfway across the country, I'll do it. Like that. It, it's. Good example. I don't. I'm not bisexual. No. I'm, I'm just. I'm not. No. I. My son is. Uh, it doesn't, like, it doesn't, none of it bears any influence on anything. No, not a single thing. No. Like, I, I think that's what I'm going with. Like, I'm I'm straight. Who who gives a shit? Yeah. My son is bisexual. Who gives a shit? It doesn't. It doesn't. His Aunt BJ is gay. Who gives a shit? <laughs> who fucking cares? Like, who cares? <laughs> I don't care. No. Do you care? No. None of us should care. No. And the fact that these people have to fight so hard just to make people not give a shit. Yeah. What an what a cruel fucking world. Mm-hmm. Cause really that's all they're fighting for. They just want they want they have to fight tooth and fucking nail their whole lives. Yep. Just so people don't give a shit who they are. Yeah. All they're saying is just treat me like you treat everyone else. Treat yeah. me like every other half-assed pedestrian human being you walk past on the street. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's awful. That's fucking awful. It's stupid. You should like def- like to fi- have to fight your whole life just so people and and when I say not give a shit, what I mean is not care what your what your sexuality is, not yeah. care what your gender identity is. No. It shouldn't be something that you have to proclaim. No, no. Because it, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. No, and it doesn't change who you are. No. You were born that way. Exactly. You know, some people are born with six fingers. Some people are born missing, you know, I mean, they have to, you know, missing a leg, missing, missing. a foot, yeah. you know. Uh, some people are born blind. Yeah. Why does there have to be, why, like... You don't want to ask proclamation from any of them. No. Do they have to have a coming out party as well? Like, right. I'm blind. I'm blind. I don't. I, I was born without this leg. And the thing is, they don't want to. I, I don't. I honestly don't think. I don't think the LGBTQ community once wanted this. I don't think they wanted to have to have to be an event when they came out. No. But this is the fucking world that we hand these handed yeah. this people. We've handed this community to this world. It's like. Okay, well, we're gonna let you live around us, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. you know, I well, then you've got to tell us all when you are. Don't fucking. That's no, no. What do you care? They don't give a shit that that a, a man and a woman. They don't woman, care about us. No, no. That, that we, Why do you care about that? Why do you care about two men? Why do you care about anybody's love? Exactly. It's none of your fucking business. Nope. And that's the thing that is so infuriating is you see like. That movie does a good example of showing all these varying things, you know, whether it's, you know, it, it, it tackles woke culture in a mm-hmm. very interesting and unique fashion. Yeah. Um, I think in a positive light rather than like vilifying woke culture. Yes. Um, because when people Same say. Same with Black Christmas. Yes. When they say woke culture. Yeah. 
Uh, basically, what you're saying you're, is treating people equally with compassion. Yeah, you're uh, you're 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 too feminist. You're too you're 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 too far you're, to the you're left. You're too gay positive. You're too you're yeah. Too, you're too yeah. You're, your politics are too left. Yeah. Uh, but if my values, which you, what you're talking about is number one, you're not talking about my politics. You're talking about my values. Exactly. If my values are that I don't see anyone as anything but my equal. And I want people of all races, colors, and creeds to have the exact same rights that I do. Yep. What is wrong with my values? Mm. What is wrong with woke? <laughs> to want justice for people. Doesn't make us woke. It just makes us... Human. Yeah. It makes you human. And I, like, we... This week, we are seeing, like, this, that we're seeing how much humanity we've lost. So much. And look, one thing that is very, like, uh, uh, something we are very closely connected to is our staunch beliefs in the equal rights for the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. It's something very close to us. Mm-hmm. It's something that you and I are, you know, strong believers of. Yep. Having ever said since, that. Uh, ever since we could go to pride parades, because they didn't, they've been having... It, yeah. I think the events have gotten bigger and yes. more prominent, and yes. and it's something where it was accessible to us, and so we could take part and and donate where we can, and, yep. and be a part of a thing when we can. Yep. And it's not about those things. It's not about going to a pride parade. No, it's no, not no. About no, going no, to no. an event. No. But, but ever thing since is, we could, we have been very as active as we could doing it for for our kids yes. too. And and I think a lot of it too is. It's not a pat yourself on the back thing. It's just, I really feel like if there's one thing I do have convictions about is I want you to know that there, we're not, not everyone's against you. No. There's plenty of people on your side. Yeah. These kids, like. There's a new kid that lives here in town that as soon, I wasn't decorating for Halloween. No. But I was out. You were doing something in the yard. I was doing something in the yard. We have a pride flag. And we have a pride flag. And he was, he knew that it was okay to talk to me. And he even said, he's like, I really like your flag. He's like, that makes me, that makes me feel good living here. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's, that, that is, that's what that should be. Yep. You should feel comfortable in your community. Yeah. At work. Yeah. At the fucking grocery store. At the goddamn yeah. DMV. Yeah. At a gas station. Whatever. You shouldn't feel threatened. You shouldn't feel that you can't safely traverse. And I've seen, I've witnessed how people treat. Yeah. That community. It is disgusting. And I'm constantly like, I'm everyone's dad. I'm. <laughs> I'm I am the world's dad. I'm but, everyone's mom. I'm yes. always the mom. But I see what these kids have to go through. It's fucked. It's completely fucked. And I just think, how can you, how can you not just just love your kid as is? There's plenty of times you don't love your kid because they're fucking <laughs> jerk-offs. But how do you not just love them for who they are? Right. You know, and and – even our kid who has a home that's accepting to any anything he still was terrified to tell us this is the world we've handed this 
we've, yep. we've handed that this community. We've so... handed this. The, the, we've handed young black kids a world where their parents have to have a talk with them as they uh-huh. get older, uh-huh. and how they speak to white people and uh-huh. cops. It, it, we, we have ha- a, a we have every every person who it, if you're brown you got to distinguish what kind of brown you are oh yeah yeah because everyone just assumes you're a terrorist yeah mm-hmm. like that that is the most like crude broad knuckle dragging racism mm-hmm. you could even muster up if you're a woman yes if you I have to constantly i am constantly planting little seeds in roxy's head like make sure you're always looking around like your our your head is always it always needs to be on a swivel yeah you need to make sure that you are checking everything mm-hmm. always keep an eye on your back yeah. on your own back because yep. no one is looking out for you no, no one's looking out if there's something making you uncomfortable use your keys as a as a weapon I want her to take martial arts so that she can kick some motherfuckers' asses. Yeah. It's I watch TikToks on how to how to uh how to take down someone that comes up behind you. Yeah. And things like that. It's fucked. It we we have handed Did you see that? We failed We failed our kids. Did... Our parents failed us. Their parents failed them. Did you see the tick or not the TikTok? The tweet that I shared today from Mike Birbiglia. Birbiglia. Yeah, Mike how, Briggleby. Yeah, Briggleby. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and how he uh, he said he didn't vote in the 2000 election, mm-hmm. and um, because he didn't like either candidate, mm-hmm. and um, but what happened? He didn't like what happened. Yeah. So he said, That's... you have to vote for yes. the world that you want to see when you're 42. Yep. <laughs> and and that's absolutely right. And as someone who's around his age, shall be 41 yeah. in a month. And it's the exact same thing. I, that, I voted for Clinton because I could. Like, it was my first time voting. Yeah. It was a big deal, right? Um, I, didn't, I didn't really get super active like i didn't re- like i've always been aware of politics because of punk rock mm-hmm. it's always been in my peripheral you know but i also like grew up a youth group kid so it was just like i understood all this leftist politics stuff but then it was over here like jesus is my boyfriend <laughs> like so like so you've got that pumping that cult bullshit into one ear and then you know to a degree you know the leftist punk rock politics yeah. pumping shit into your other ear um <laughs> And, you know, and the Bush Jr. is where I started to go, no, this is bad. This is not good. These, this, these are bad fucking people. For sure. And I start, that's when I really started to pay attention. But I also really started to get angry about politics, about federal politics. And started to revisit, like, the things that I, that I knew and had read about, I went back to, you know, learning about the Black Panthers, you know, reading about the Mumia Abu Jamal case, about Fred Hampton, we, uh, Medgar Evers. We lived with a Black Panther. Do you remember him? When we lived at Ghetto Meadow? Oh, yeah, we did live with a Black Panther. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's as cool as we got. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But he was cool. He was fucking cool. Yeah. 
I, he I, had a cane. He walked with a cane, and that cane. So fucking oh my cool. god! It was a guy in the apartment complex. We lived in the shitty yeah. apartment, our first apartment together, and we lived. We one of our neighbors was was a Black Panther, and when we say that, we're talking like OG, like, like old a, school. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he still lived it, and looked it, and believed it. And, um. Uh, but he. Uh, that that stuff like that's when that started to circle back around for me. Okay. Was during during. Honey, just go just go watch just your sit. show. Yeah, go. Um, just just give it a minute. Um, just watch your show. That's when I started to really pay attention. After nine eleven, um, I was. It was apparent to me that this was going to be a thing where xenophobia and racism would be masked as patriotism and uh and then when they found out why those attacks happened and the u.s military went after um went after saddam hussein (laughs) uh instead of you know the perpetrators Uh uh That kind of that that really drove it home, um, and then I was you know the girl I was dating at the time her parents were very conservative, and it was this constant like you can't you know you can't talk about don't talk about that and it, to me it was like but these are the things I believe in <laughs> and there was a divide there of like I don't fucking like uh, I can't yeah. I can't do this my whole life I was a cop's kid yeah yeah. <laughs> I knew nothing else. Yep. You knew the version that your pig father told you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I think it was when you started to hang out with me. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because I was in college, so. Yep. You got exposed to psychotic ideas. Um, But at the end of the day, like... I look at these. I look at these kids. I am a big fan of 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 these these kids and this. I am too. Woke culture. I'm, I'm so glad that they are. I have a lot of faith in these kids. I do too, and I'm hoping that a lot of them are old enough to vote. <laughs> and there are. There's plenty, and there I hope are. they did. I hope they did. Um, I also. I hope I hope this horrible, abhorrent, villainous administration was enough for these kids to to say, fuck this, you can't keep doing this to us. But at the end of the day, I do have faith that these kids will do better than, than we did, than our parents did. You know, it's tough to find out that you failed. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying every generation failed, but I think every generation gets better. Because you become more compassionate, more understanding. Yeah. And I think these kids, I mean, sometimes they swing too far, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, where you're like, okay. Maybe scale it back a bit, maybe psycho. Maybe you choose your battles a little more wisely than that. But that comes with time, right? Yeah. That comes with, that comes with maturity. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, they're starting off with their heart in the exact right place it should be. Yes. And they are also starting off with such an atrocious dumpster fire that, I mean, there's no way that you can. You have to rebuild. You you can't 
you can't start so low when it's already like yeah when you know when the shit's already piled so high yes that's my sweetheart um can you download stuff like on your phone with the apple tv yes and no but because i want the cartoon network app oh not right now watch your shows um you honey go rue it's okay You'll well, be able to snuggle your mom here in a, a little bit. Yes. Um, Not like she hasn't done that. Well, she did it all morning, and then I had to. Yeah. Um, I, had, I had to clean up all of your barf. <laughs> all of the barf splatter that I just kept finding. Roxy, uh, if Roxy deviates from her schedule. Roxy is not sick. No. Uh, no. She might sound a little stuffy, but I think that's just because... She pukes out of her nose. <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> All the vomit comes out of her, like, comes out of her nose as much as her mouth. It's yeah, yeah. so fucking... Um, but uh, she... Uh, um, I think she, it was she, daylight savings. It had, that if she had deviates too to far from it. her schedule, yep. she is fucked. She's a very sensitive She's child. sensitive to those things. Yes. yes. She's not a sensitive child. She is, but like... She is, but... In a, a, like sensitive a, to a schedule and a re- regiment, oh and if goodness. she deviates, she get, it makes her throw up. Yeah, just full stop. She I barfs. If <sighs> things change too much, she just like. <laughs> but then Cash does the same fucking thing. The only difference. Yeah, but he doesn't. He just it's gets not up. A, it's, for, he pukes like so often that. It's not even. It's not a schedule <sighs> thing for him. If it's. It's a. If I. If I ate something that was just a little, even if it's a little disagreeing with his stomach, yeah, he throws it up. Yep, he's just like, gotta get that out, uh, barf it up, <laughs> and you will fight all I'll night. I'll stay up for three straight days without sleep <laughs> to not barf. To not barf because if I throw up, I will be down for four days <laughs> because I vomit so hard and I retch so hard <laughs> that I break all the blood vessels in my fucking eyeballs and my face, and I look like. I, I literally look like someone took a steel plate and smashed me blunt-faced with it. Do you remember a few years ago when we all got fucking violently sick? I do. Well, who who got it first? Was it Cash? I believe it was Cash. Cash, then Roxy, then me. Mm-hmm. So much barf. We could not Do you not remember what I did? Stop barfing. Do you remember what I did? You practically moved out. I, I <laughs> wouldn't go near any of you and you you were mad at me because we couldn't we couldn't move if i moved i'd barf oh it was just i don't know what and i wouldn't go anywhere near you guys. no I no said, and i was like i I'm love surprised. all of you get the fuck away from I'm me i'm surprised you didn't go down to your parents i was house. spraying lysol into my eyeballs like i anything i could do like anything you guys were around i was spraying and wiping. Yep. And like I was constantly washing myself and mm-hmm. wiping things down mm-hmm. and just hammering vitamin C and and vitamin and chugging green tea. Just I was like, don't fucking come near me. Don't you fucking Oh, it's the funniest. Oh I my treated God. you like lepers. Mm-hmm. I made you a leper colony. Yeah, you really out in did. the living room. You really did. I relegated all of you to one room. Uh-huh. Yep. We and had I this... wouldn't go in it. Nope. Oh I would God. make soup, and I would not serve it to you. Do you remember all this? Yep. 
I made soup. I put it in the bowls, and I said, it's out there. <laughs> and this went on. It was like a week. Yeah. Because it went through all of us. Yeah. And you were, and my we boss were was like, my... work from home. I was like, I don't want to no, do that. No. Um, She's like, you got to take care of your family. I was like, shut up. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we were only sick for like the hardcore vomiting was for yeah. like a day. It was brief, but but uh, man, uh, yeah. So Roxy's still at that age where she has to come in and tell us, but mm-hmm. she didn't like. It's I, a fear thing. She's she's young, yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's a fear. I heard her coming into our room, <laughs> but she didn't say anything. Yes. Yep. And I'm so glad that my brain went. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. And I turned her around, and then she barfed on our floor, and then she got out into the kitchen, and it's always in the same fucking same spot, spot right by the dining room table. Yep, yep. And I literally it's roughly I six feet from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally had to wipe the entire, like she didn't get Underside. it on the table, but like the legs, I had to wipe mm-hmm. all the legs down. Um, it was over there under that chair. There was a big barf footprint, like. To the bathroom. <laughs> oh, guess just guess. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't notice until I left our bedroom, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bar footprint right there." Yeah. Mm. yeah. Lovely. It was Lovely. fucked. So you, we got her cleaned up last night. This was at like one in the morning. It was, yeah. Got her cleaned up. I put a sheet on one part of the sectional. She laid there. Uh, no, it wasn't three, honey. You gotta not. Be so consumed with that. You laid on one part. I went back into bed. I put on uh, Seven Samurai and we turned on. We got out there, and she was having a hard time you because that? she had so much. I watched a Kurosawa movie. Figured that'd make you happy. Roxy had so much barf in her nose that she was having a hard time. You know, she couldn't really get it up, and it hurt, and her head hurt really bad. Yeah. We turned on Bob Ross and. Box of wine puts uh, me right out. Puts me right out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, she's a, she's got to be stay on that schedule. She does, yep, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we should uh, move this along a little bit faster because we're getting close to the witching hour, okay. if you will. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to, we'll wrap up soon. I know it's not a normal show, but. I feel like under the, you know, considering the circumstances of this week, it's not going to be a normal week for any of us. Um, Go get an instrument. I don't know what one you're going to play. We, I know, and we'll get back, we'll go back to the stuff you guys like, the the conspiracy corner and pass or trash, but uh, I just, it's too much of a weird funk. And when everybody gets this, it's going to be the day after Election Day. And if you don't listen to it on that day because your head's all fucked up, we get that too. I hope you are listening to it as a distraction. Yeah, but I don't know if we are a good – I don't know if our – if us talking was a good distraction or what we were talking about is a good distraction. Well, we have to to talk about things in a realistic manner. True. And I'd rather be honest and and talk about the things that we're concerned and fear – Here's what I hope for. I hope that when you filled out your ballot, whether it was at home, whether it was at the voting booth, I hope you filled it out considering that there there's more to life than your 401k. There's more to life yeah, than your financial investments. <laughs> uh, there are real people 
with real things they can't control. There's real people who are born a way they're born, and that doesn't mean their rights should be any different than yours or mine. Right. Yeah. And I hope for all of you, I, I hope we get just a some sort of sigh of relief for the next few years. None of us know what's going to happen, but as always, don't let the bastards get you down. Fuck them. Love each other. Treat each other with kindness. Uh, keep fighting in the streets until there's change. But I hope that I hope I hope for good. I expect the week to be fucked up. Yeah, it's gonna be fucked up. I'm sure. Uh, we love you guys. We do. We love you very much. And we hope we are hoping for the best, like all of you. So uh yeah so i guess uh i guess that's it <laughs> i know it's a weird one just uh we're feeling the same heavy shit all of you are feeling yes also we're just fucking tired we're tired and physically and emotionally yeah yeah <laughs> tired. uh but try and Try and smile. Try and lift each other up because those fuckers aren't doing anything to lift you up. No, they are not. And they're not going to. No. So we love you guys. Uh, we hope you all have a good week. Um, follow us on Instagram at uh, Why Do We Ever Meet, on Twitter at WDWEM Podcast. Follow Cash on YouTube and Instagram at cash plays music and follow him on TikTok at doing my best.org until next week. I love you guys. Love you. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.
Oh 